1: Because
0: I have to say, number one, as you take a look at this and we go down the different paths, it's always interesting to take a listen and take a look at what's going on. But man, sometimes I get involved with things that there seems to be some loss in regards to how we communicate. And that's okay because those things happen. Anyways, you're taking a listen to us right now if you're having the opportunity on safetyfm.com and on safetyfm.tv. If you're doing the streamer, you're more than welcome to type in and see what's going on inside of that little lovely book area of that world. Also, the other side, um, of course, we come across on the podcatcher, which I am being informed the podcatcher is catching up a little bit late. You didn't miss anything besides the standard intro, but that's okay. You know, nothing major there. Just, you know, the normal welcoming committee as we normally do. So anyways, let's get you started with Feature Story News because that's why you're here. We get started that angle. And uh, let's go from there because, you know, that's important. I always think it's important. We cover feature. Feature Story News.
1: Information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. The death toll from coronavirus is approaching 80,000 in the United States. Health experts are investigating a new illness that's affecting children to see if it's connected to COVID-19. From FSN's Bureau in New York, Sarah Walton reports. Data gathered by John Hopkins University suggests 79,528 people in the United States have now died from the respiratory disease caused by COVID-19. But researchers say that number may be an underestimate of the real toll. Meanwhile, medics are examining a mystery illness that's led to the death of three children in New York. There are concerns paediatric multisystem inflammatory syndrome could be linked to the coronavirus. New York's State Health Department is studying the cases of 85 children after most were found to have COVID-19 or antibodies. I'm Sarah Walton in New York. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the reopening of the country's economy needs to take place with the utmost caution. His opponents say his Sunday television address, relaxing some restrictions, was imprecise and confusing to members of the public. President Vladimir Putin has announced that certain Russian industries will be allowed to return to work, despite the country recording its highest number of new coronavirus cases in a day. Our Moscow Bureau Chief Julia Chapman reports. For the past six weeks, all non-essential businesses in Russia have been closed, with employers expected to keep paying staff. Some will now be allowed to return to work if regional authorities allow it, and it's safe to do so. President Vladimir Putin stressed that the fight against coronavirus isn't over, but says the healthcare system now knows how to cope. Moscow and St. Petersburg have already extended their lockdowns until the end of May. Julia Chapman, Moscow. In Germany, protests against the government's coronavirus restrictions are growing. From FSN's bureau in Berlin, Ara Spitzer reports. More than 3,000 people gathered in both Munich and Stuttgart over the weekend, as well as in several other German cities. They accused the German government of infringing on their rights by taking measures such as limiting public gatherings and enforcing social distancing. Germany is gradually reopening schools and businesses as the new infection rate has slowed, Although recent data suggests it could be rising again. Iris Spitzer, Berlin. In other news, trade talks between Britain and the European Union are resuming via video link. EU negotiator Michel Barnier says the third round of talks will continue until Friday. And Jerry Stiller has died. He was a comedy star who spanned the generations, first establishing a national following in the United States in the nineteen sixties in partnership with his wife Anne Mira, then winning global fans in the recurring role of Frank Costanza on Seinfeld. He was ninety two and the father of course of ben stiller from bureaus worldwide this is fsn
0: this show is almost as enjoyable
1: as hearing the sound of the toilet flush rated r safety show on safety fm We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining.
0: Rated R safety show. Yeah, definitely nothing wrong with trying to be entertaining around here. But, man, somebody has to do it. So that's sad news about Ben Stiller's dad passing away, as you already just heard right now from Future Story News. So, ho, 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 ho. Huh. Man, it's been a long weekend. I have to tell you. I'm glad that we're back to Monday now that a lot of the days of the week seem to matter as of late. Seems like we've been going back and forth with quite a few things. Anyways, I have to tell you, share, love, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff, because that's what we do here. We talk about things that nobody else wants to talk about. That's kind of part of the gig. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to tell you about something going on, if I can find it, of course, because that's always part of the battle is finding what we have going on. So as I go through this, I'm not sure if you, I just lost you on the screen. So that's going to be fine as well if I did, because then you're going to see a whole bunch of crap you don't care about. But that's OK. But I want to tell you about this class first and then we'll kind of go down the wormhole. I so, okay. have Bob Edwards on the line and I want him to share some of the classes that he has going on. We started doing some of our human and organizational
1: performance and learning team training using a virtual platform, and we had a request to do one for the Asia-Pacific time zone. So we're putting one together in May, but the first two two two-hour sessions will be Hop Fundamentals. And the way we set it up for the virtual is we go over each of the five principles, and we talk about the basic. ...sort of assumptions that humans have around those five principles. Next session, which is two two two-hour sessions, is about learning teams. It's about operational learning, specifically around learning teams. So that's the two classes. We did break it up into four two-hour sessions... But uh, that's uh, what Andrea and I have
0: put together. So just to reiterate what Bob was saying, that's HOP training available between 9 and 11 GMT time plus 8. That's 9 and 11 GMT time plus 8. Session 1 will be on May the 18th and 19th. This will be HOP Fundamentals. Session 2, May 20th and 21st, about learning teams. For more information, go to hophub.org forward slash live dash virtual. That's hophub.org forward slash live virtual. So that's some options that are coming about. If you're in the Australia time zone, wanted to share that with you today. So take a listen, take a view, go do whatever you think is best suited for you. Just in case, ladies and gentlemen. So that's something that came about. I always take a look and take a listen to the different things, and I go, wow, these are some different courses that are available, and you know that's fun stuff. Anytime that you get to hang out with people that are able to teach you something that you might not be a, that you might not be aware of. Something that you're not familiar with. So something to take a look at, of course, as I already stated. Anyways, let's go down the hit list because the hit list is always important. The airline bailout isn't expected to keep everyone employed much longer. Yeah, you heard that. That's coming out all over the news over the weekend. terms of the bailout forbade any layoffs or job cuts before October the 1st, CNN reports that up to one third of all airline employees could see the ax. The industry lost two billion with a B dollars in the first quarter, and the second is expected to be even worse. So, what the hell is going on, man? Crazy stuff there. And so, let's kind of go back there. Terms of the bailout forbade layoffs of job or job cuts before October the first. So, that's the bailout portion. I don't want there to be any confusion now. If somebody can tell me otherwise, is this related also to the PPP? Because I sure as hell don't know what the hell's going on there and you know there is some shit that's going on that a lot of these bailout things seem to be kind of weird in some of the bail and some of the ppp stuff and it's open for translation it's really open to some different aspects oh before i forget (laughs) over the weekend we did what i call a sneak attack a little boom boom a little uh air horn dj for a moment (laughs) So we did those and we kind of came in on, I think it was Saturday. So can somebody tell me, was it Saturday? So somebody came in on Saturday. We kind of did a sneak attack. It really was just more of a conversation opposed to just the traditional show. Some people liked that. I was kind of impressed because I don't know. I think we were just jumping on to jump on, but whatever. So that was interesting conversation, kind of just letting you know some of the things that are going on. Uh, Also, before I forget, because I want to reference this. I'm so confused sometimes on what people are looking for. And let me elaborate for a moment. So, as you might know or might have heard, I do some pretty weird and fun and odd things from time to time. And I try and I help people with items, with things, with promos, with different stuff. And knowing the people that you're looking for is sometimes hard knowing your target audience. And what do I mean? I mean that exactly. Sometimes I am not sure on who listens to this show on who listens to the rated R safety show. The rated R safety show is for mature audiences. We also know there's some people that listen to this that um, don't love my work and that's okay. Doesn't hurt my feelings. But I bring this up from the standpoint that you really need to understand your target. And I don't understand what you, as the end user, as the audience member, are looking for from sometimes to times. I know that some people enjoy me criticizing some of the things that I criticize or talk shit about, however you want to look at it. And some people enjoy me talking just regularly about the news and some people enjoy and some people hate. They hate what I talk about. They don't like me talking about the news. They don't like that. I don't only talk about safety. They don't like that. I talk about organizations that do safety and not organizations that are safe, but about organizations that do things that are just kind of out of the ordinary. And that's okay. But here's the funny part. I sit here and I give you the information that I think that is important based on the interactions that you and I have. And not everything that is done here on the Rated R Safety Show or on Safety FM is for everyone. That's why we've kind of tried to tailor some of the different things out there. But as you take a look at this and we have these conversations Understand that each show has a different target audience. Now, I'll tell you, you can look at someone like Sheldon Primus. He's mostly going after people that are interested in becoming a safety consultant. You look at someone like Samuel Goodman. He's the hop nerd, so he's going to talk heavily about hop. The Safety Justice League, well, the Safety Justice League is a safety justice league, and that's the interesting part when you have four separate individuals And they're just going to talk about whatever they want to talk about based on what's important to them. And that's the interesting part on when you have a group show. And that's why they have some episodes that they do together as a group. And then there's some episodes that they do separately. The rated R safety show has always been what I wanted it to be. We originally started off with it kind of being a bitch off and a rant to now it has become more news oriented. And now it has become me complaining more and more. And that's not something that I do on the Jay Allen show. On the Jay Allen show, it is an interview style show. I do not interview people on this show on purpose. So I have a hard time sometimes understanding exactly what certain people come in and they pop into the chat and say certain things and do certain things and complain. Or they go back to organizations and talk about the stuff that I say when I don't agree with price points or don't agree how something's going to be done. But that's okay. My target for this has always been the safety professional that wants a true conversation about what's going on in this world of safety. That was what was requested from the audience members. So that's how we moved forward with it. So I bring this up and kind of go into a spiel here. That I understand the target on certain things. As you as an end user and you're building some of your source material out, you might need to understand who your target is as well. Kind of throwing stuff and seeing what sticks just doesn't always work. Duh. Duh. And that's something that you have to think about. It can't just be you're expecting someone to take the information and move it into the stratosphere and get it to work. You truly need to understand your target. The target audience does not always mean that you are that person. And I think sometimes us entrepreneurs forget that. When I started Safety FM, will I tell you the Rated R Safety Show was on the spectrum of things that I was going to do? Absolutely not. And then some people go, well, Jay, you're a character on your shows and blah, blah, blah. No, they're me. This is me. The Jay Allen show is me. The framework of Safety FM is me and my likings. And it's done in that format because that's what I was looking for. Do I agree with everything on BBS? No. Are you going to be surprised when I say this next one? Do I agree with everything that's on Hop? Nope sure don't do i believe in everything that's in lean sure don't there's concepts inside of them that i like and that's how the radio station came about this was the big blank spot inside of this universe of safety fm the rated r safety show was something that i wanted i had a got to and let's go behind the curtain here let's go a little bit more behind the curtain This was never intended to be my show. Not going to be my show. Somebody entirely different was supposed to do this. Due to some unforeseen circumstances. No, he wasn't psychic just in case. But due to some unforeseen circumstances, he was unable to do the show. So I said, I think I can do it. That's how you got me as the host. The other show, it was a good concept. Now, I'm not going to say I stole the concept, but this was an idea that I kept on putting out there. I kept on telling people, this is the show. Based on what, what the listeners are wanting, this is the show. 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 I thought I finally found the person to do it. We were going to move forward, and it didn't work out. And it didn't work out, and this happened the way that it was intended to happen, and that's how you got me here. And I have to tell you, I enjoy doing the show. Uh, Probably not a huge fan of the time frame because it kind of does put a, a cowbosh in my day in regards to some of the different things that I have going on. But that's okay. I enjoy the time that I get to spend with you. And I am so sorry that I just went down a rabbit hole of giving you a lot of shit on what's going on. But I get so frustrated with some of the things that happen behind the scenes. And some of the things that happen that people don't understand targets where I think that we need to have the conversation and we need to talk about it because remember at the end of the day, I'm here doing this because that's what you wanted. The other hosts that are on safety FM that are doing their shows that are doing their podcast is because at some point that is what you were looking for. And that's how their podcast came about. That became shows on Safety FM. And that's why they're out there doing this on a day in and day out basis. You know, a lot of the people that are here at Safety FM say that I have my favorites and say that, hey, you know, you always talk about this person and that person. But there's some people that are out there that are straight blown workhorses. And there's people that are out there that put out several shows during the week, have different things that are building in their background and their structure, and they're out there, straight up balls to the wall, doing the things out there that need to be done. They're not sitting back and waiting and resting on their laurels going, oh, okay, things are going to happen because I have this. No, they're going out there and going, boom, 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 boom and going after it, and I get so freaking tired and fed up of hearing so much bullshit about people going, well, just don't understand what that person's doing. Who gives a shit? That person, those people are doing the things that they feel need to be done to drive the items they are trying to push. And I'm not saying let's push like salespeople. I'm saying they're out there busting their ass, pushing the stuff that they want to push because that's what's important to them. The same way that you started, the same way that you got here in the first place. That's what we're talking about here today. Let's talk about it. Let's be real. Because it's so weird that we don't understand targets. I'm going to tell you there are shows on Safety FM. That are for people that are younger demo. There are shows on safety FM that are for people that are in a C-suite. And I say this because I'm going to tell you there's shows that are we have on our network that there's no way I would ever listen to them. They have good information, but they're not my cup of tea. And that's the thing. Not everything is made for you. Not everything is designed for you. I have a certain target. You have a certain target. You have certain things that you like. I like electronica music. I don't care about opera music. If I have the option to go see somebody who's playing electronica, even though I feel like they're just pressing the play button, but that's a whole other story, or listening to opera, I'm going to go to the electronica thing, even though they're just going, duh, duh, and playing it off like they're doing some big deal. Not everything on the station is for everyone. In my midday show, Eastern Time, the Rated R Safety Show is not for everyone. And if you don't like that I'm saying how it is and how things are, it's okay. I'm not the only show on the network. And that's okay. My thing is not for everyone. But what I find funny is, that some of the people that don't like what I do on this show can tell me almost everything that I do on it. What some people don't like about other shows, they can tell me almost everything that people do on that show that they're not liking. Hey, don't, don't get me wrong. I love the listeners. I love that the listeners stick around, but that was the whole option. I'll tell you if I ever built a political radio station, It wouldn't be right-wing. It wouldn't be left-wing. It wouldn't be center-only. It would all be combined just to piss people off. And guess what we're doing here? We're doing a version of pissing people off with the information that's there. And guess what? There's people on the radio station here that love some of the organizations that I think are ripping people off. And you want to know something? I didn't take them off the air. I didn't ask them to stop talking about what they were talking about because you want to know something. They're free to speak about what they want. They're free to do what they want to do. Now, if you do post something stupid or do or say something stupid, like, Hey, you should go hurt yourself. You could go do something to harm yourself. Yeah, we might have a conversation and that's the hat that I don't like putting on. I'm not the censorship police, but there's also some name recognition tied into some of the shit that we do together. So you have to take that with stride. But man, understand, we love you guys out there, and there's relationships with some of the fan base, and I hate calling them fan base, because to me, you're my friend, you're my listener, you are my buddy that we hang out with. But... Jeez, dude. Not everything we have on this thing is for everyone. And that is perfectly fine. Listen to our host
1: of the Rated R Safety Show. Self implode on our airwaves. Only on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Anyways, going back to the hit list, because that's the important part right Right now, because what's going to happen now, Jay? Anyways, the FDA has issued an emergency authorization for use of nasal swabs to test that can detect the coronavirus within minutes. But the first trial is only for one manufacturer based out of San Diego. In a statement, the FDA said that their test could scale to test millions of people a day if proven more successful. So at least we're finally seeing some movement there because, you know, there was been some questions on how soon we were going to get some testes. Oh, I'm sorry. tests, not testes. That's something else that you might get. So think about that as we do have that conversation. Anyways, UK, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is ready for his country to get back to work. In a televised speech on Sunday night, Johnson said that workers in construction and manufacturing should be should get should actively get back to the job. As of Wednesday, the UK will ease restrictions on outdoor exercising. excuse me, exercising and travel. CNN reports that he characterized his plan as a cautious balance between keeping new infections down while easing the economic burden the pandemic has had on millions in the UK. So you're seeing more and more areas open up now to the economy you are seeing more and more areas now open up to this idea of easing restrictions. So how do you look at this? Do you look at this as it's sensical? Do you look at it as that this is going to make sense in the long run? I don't know. I'm asking you a question. or asking you a question. Or am I asking your question? I just never know which one exactly I'm doing. Maybe I'm doing a little bit of both. Duh. Anyways, China's space agency successfully returned a crew pod casual to a landing area in the Inner Magnolia on Friday after a short two and a half day mission. Though the unna- though it was unnamed, the pod could accommodate up to seven members. State media says the mission also tested solar panels and communication functions. The vessel is likely to be used in a ferry. China's space crew to and from a space station if intended to put online later in the year or as early as 2021. I don't know. The space travel thing keeps on getting more and more. And we keep on taking a look at it and going, okay, this seems to be making a lot of sense. A lot of space stuff. You know, I, I'm still kind of crazy about the whole thing about. We won't say the spaceship. We'll just talk about the unidentified flying phenomena. That occurred a few weeks ago, although the the recordings were brought up by the DOD and just kind of like, okay, yeah, we're acknowledging it. Cool. Let's move on. Like, how is that cool? I still wonder about that. I still go. Wow. That's a little crazy that, you know, they just kind of said, okay, it's good to go. By the way, before I forget, um, Elon Musk is coming up in the next, in the next story here. But before I go into that, have you taken a listen to the interview with Joe Rogan? About him talking about neurolinks, Holy crap, dude. If that's the future and we're talking about a year away. About starting down that process with neurolinks, And how it could actually help people who actually have brain injuries. The world is going to be a much better place. But then he goes in as far and starts talking about some of the stuff that he wants to do where AI could tie into it. Woo! The world's going to be a really freaking interesting place going forward. Anyways, let's go down the Elon Musk story. Elon Musk is over California shutdown. On Saturday, Musk filed a lawsuit in Almedia County calling for his Tesla manufacturing plant to be allowed to open there. Earlier in the day, he tweeted that he would move his headquarters to either Texas or Nevada, which have less strict lockdowns in place. The lawsuit says that locally in Almedia, or Almeda, the shutdown order is more strict than guidance issued at either of the other states or federal level so does he have a place to stand on there he also talked about other car manufacturers have already been able to start or will be starting this week in regards of doing some of the different things i am loving all the noise that this stupid thing is making drives me crazy anyways let's continue 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 down this rabbit hole The Trump administration will continue shipping resmedizvir, yeah, you know, whatever that medicine is that I can't pronounce, that everybody keeps on saying correctly, to the state and health organizations and letting them distribute them as needed state by state. Last week, the admin sent over 35,000 vials to select list of hospitals. This next round includes 14,400 vials. In total, there's been 607,000 vials and have been created by drug maker Gillette. Not Gillette, but Gillette. Let's we'll try that again. Jalad. Jalad. Which will donate $1.5 in total. So that's something to think about. You're going to start seeing more and more of those as we go down the path. Anyways, Microsoft wants to protect you from giant reply-all email storm that quickly dissolve into users begging to delete the chain. A new feature on Office 365 will have a setting to detect email chains with more than 10 replies. All addresses all the way up to 5,000 people, a huge help for big organizations. The setting will block all replies for four hours once detected. You know that when I used to work in corporate America, how much I hated that shit, where you would get somebody sending something stupid about, ah, in office, football pool, and everybody starts replying. It's like, how dumb is this shit? And why do I need it when I don't give a crap about what's going on? Anyways, let's continue. Admit fears. The growth of murder hornets. People are killing. Oh, my God. People are killing perfectly innocent honeybees, which is a really bad idea. Dr. Yanera from the University of California says millions and millions of innocent native insects are going to die in results of this. He adds folks in China, Korea, Japan have lived side by side with these hornets for hundreds of years and it has caused the collapse of it has not caused the collapse of of human society there. My colleagues in Japan, China and Korea are just rolling their eyes in disbelief on what the snowflakes we are. Wow. Wow, buddy. So I know the murder hornets has been a pretty big story over the last few weeks. And I don't think that at that point we were calling them murder hornets. we were calling them something else. So interesting to see how things change relatively quick there, as you already know. Anyways, while the national unemployment rate tiered up just below 15% at the end of April, it's likely that the number is even worse. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says that the number are actually a lot worse because of how the surveys or questions are written. Those out of work due to the coronavirus should have been classified as unemployed of temporary layoff, but instead ruled unemployment but absent at work, which is used things like vacation, illness, or labor disputes. Accounting for these, people would likely add about another 5 million to the more than 30 million already out of work because of the government's response to the coronavirus pandemic. So that's something to think about. So those numbers continue to increase. They're saying that depending on the report on where you find it, they're saying that we're actually at certain levels that are kind of off the rocker. And then some of them are saying that the that they are actually surpassed the Great Depression. So I don't know. where I don't know what camp you're in. What camp you think. So let's just kind of look at it that way as we do move forward. With more stories here, the Air Force Secretive X-37B space plane takes off this week for another mission. The DRIVE reports that the study could help drones stay in flight without ever having to recharge. In addition to other onboard studies, the newly formed Space Force says that the spacecraft will capture solar power and beam that energy back to Earth in microwaves. The Naval Research Laboratory has said that this system has Enormous implications on when it comes to long endurance of unmanned aerial vehicles. So that's something. That's something to think about. Do you think Mars is a lot closer than what we originally thought in regards of going down that path? I think it'd be interesting to see or definitely at least interesting to hear about. I don't know we are now
1: video streaming the rated r safety show i don't know why our host has a face for radio
0: rated r safety show yeah yeah the rated r safety show you know so some bad news over the weekend don't know if you heard about this one but if you haven't i'm sad to share this with you little richard has died the rock and roll legend passed away in his, at his nashville home on saturday his agent told people the magazine, I'm assuming, that the rock icon died from bone cancer, which he had been battling for many years. He was 87. Good old little Richard. Something to think about as we move forward. Anyways, let me continue and tell you about the standard stuff that we talk about. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $248 million jackpot or $197.4 million cash payout. Also, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball. Wednesday's drawing will be for $68 million or $55.6 million cash payout. So something to think about there if you're into playing those two games. If not, then it's not important and just ignore it. Weekend box office. Well, with most of the theaters still being closed. Nothing really worth reporting. If I do get something out of the ordinary, I will let you know. Did you hear about this one? I know some people care about some of the celebrity news, so we'll talk about that for a moment. Kristen Wiig may be pregnant. The SNL actress appeared to announce that she was with child during a cryptic sign-off on the sketch comedy show over the weekend. Wiig told viewers, I don't know if I truly appreciate my mom the first 45 years of my life, but this year I'm feeling especially grateful for her advice, her love. I'm so thankful for all the things that she taught me, like preparing me to be a mom myself. The 45-year-old who has engaged a longtime boyfriend, Avi Rothman, currently has no children. So maybe that's changing. Who knows? This is an interesting time where, you know, a lot of people are doing whatever. And getting pregnant during these very interesting, 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 interesting times. Duh. Anyway, so I know that we're normally pretty open about certain things. So let's talk about this first, and then I'll tell you the rest. Let's talk about the de- days of the year that you can celebrate. National Eat What You Want Day. I think everybody's been doing that during the the time of the quarantine. National Foam Rolling Day. National Twilight Zone Day. National Women's Checkup Day. So that's four things you can celebrate today if you want to take a look. Some items available there for you. Uh, so I normally share some things about my personal life with you. And debated about sharing this one. But I, I guess we will. So over the weekend on Mother's Day. So yesterday. Unfortunately, you know. I had I, I have pets that we normally don't talk a lot about, but unfortunately, a cat that we've had here for about 16 years passed away yesterday, 1122 Eastern time in the AM, our cat of 16 years passed away. It was a rough day, especially considering that it was a mother's day and everything else going on. And it was kind of a a very, very sad scenario for the fam, letting them know what was going on. And it was heartbreaking to see the loss of a pet. And I know it's heartbreaking seeing the loss of anything. Don't get me wrong. But seeing the loss of a pet after so many years, but the pet had gotten really, really bad thyroid issues over the last few months and over the last few weeks had lost tons of weight and unfortunately passed away yesterday. And, you know, this is not about a sob story, and this is not about actually, hey, I'm going to go get another cat, because we do have another cat. But it's just interesting on how you take a look at these things, and sometimes you forget that you take certain things for granted in your life. Like, I never thought that cat would go anywhere, and I don't mean that, like, go anywhere, go anywhere, but I'm talking about, like, go anywhere, period. And then all of a sudden to turn around and see him pass away yesterday. It was rough. It was a rough day. And, you know, talking to the kids and trying to explain everything that was going on was not easy. I mean, I had told my, uh, my oldest daughter for a, uh, for a bit there, you know, probably get ready. Cause it's going to happen, but it happening on mother's day did not help. So cat's name was Mr. Lover out of all things, just kind of a sad day. Don't know why I felt like sharing that with you, but I think that sometimes we don't talk about everything. We talk about certain things, but not all, and that's kind of part of my life, part of the things that were going on in my life. Not a good tie-in or a good segment to say next, but I just, you know, sometimes when things like that happen, people do go through struggles and, you know, mental issues and all that kind of fun stuff. And sometimes you need people to talk to. I'm not saying that's what I need at the moment. I'm just saying, you know, struggles are are real, regardless of what it is, and it can trigger anything. So I'll mention this, even though I've mentioned it several times over the last few weeks. If you are suffering from depression or you're having any kind of suicidal thoughts or self-harm, don't hesitate to call 1-800-273-8255. That is the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available 24-7. You can call the Lifeline. You can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and they have some chat boxes there. They can assist you. Kind of cover some things with you if you're interested in doing so, but that is some options that are available. Just something to think about. Anyways, I always appreciate you guys being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. I appreciate you coming out, hanging out with me today for a little bit. We'll be back, hopefully tomorrow, if everything goes very well, but I appreciate everything that you guys do out there. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it. Duh. Bye. Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh. Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh. Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh.